Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and, as always, my very, very good friend, Kyron Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir? I'm doing pretty damn good, Joel, despite the fact that the weather is doing its very best to kill me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, um... I've seen some stuff that the, the, the weather in Bendigo has been like we've had some pretty <laughs> miserable weather here, but I've oh god, it's been it's been pretty hellish down here. So, you so, guys. so get this, I'll set the scene for you. Uh, Monday okay. night, we we're getting ready to sit down and watch Game of Thrones. That's uh, another story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, that's not the important part of the story. The important yeah. part of the story is we're obviously if, if anyone's watching Game of Thrones, they know. But the plot point right now is winter is here. Mm-mm-mm. I'll tell you what, Joel. On Monday when it came around. We had thunder, we had some lightning, we had a little bit of hail and some heavy rain. Yep. Winter is here, for sure. I, 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 half I, an hour later, gone. Just yep. gone. I remember getting a Snapchat from, from Lauren from OK Games. And it was just like outside her door and it was like fucking hail. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yep, that's the thing that's happened. We got it was some, gone. It was just gone. <laughs> we got some rain here. Um, oh, God. We've actually had a couple of really nice like sunny days. It hasn't been like super warm. But it's been sunny and like kind of nice. Not that I would really had much time to capitalize on it because I've been working. But and I work in a shopping center and I work on the bottom floor of a shopping center, like in the basement, basically. As someone so, who works at a shopping center as well, like yeah, the light of day sometimes is something I miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I go into work and it's sunny, and then I come out and it's dark. It's nighttime. Goodbye, goodbye, daylight. Yes. Well, well, you did mention we watched Game of Thrones this week. That's that was exciting uh, when I finally got to fucking watch it. <clears throat> yeah, I I ended up persevering through Foxtel's garbage offering. I did uh, not. Yeah, what a shit show. I I yeah, it was a shit show, and I I tried to give them, I tried to give them the benefit of the doubt and do it do things the right way and try to sign up. After like an hour and a half of being up trying to access the website, uh, it finally let me sign up. They were very they were very swift in uh, in billing me the one dollar clearance like fee that they had to sort of clear my bank account with. Uh, and send me my invoice for saying congratulations for signing up when the website crashed halfway through confirmation. Um, so it's nice to know that they were all they had my my all my card details on file. Motherfuckers. Yeah, look, it's not ideal. Like uh, this isn't a TV podcast, obviously, but uh, no, we could we could rant for a while about how bad that whole thing was. We could, we could. Um, but do you know the important thing, Joel? What? That first episode was really good. <laughs> it was good. It was worth it in the end. I I didn't end up watching it Monday night because I was so mad. And I just like it. I finally downloaded because I, I pirated it in the end because I'm like, no, fuck you, fuck. Oh, Joel. Oh, <laughs> they'll they're get you on now. To me. No, they'll get you. I'll just be like, well, tell Foxtel not to be shit. That's as simple yeah. as that. Tell them not to Joel, be shit. Joel, and I'll un- unprecedented demand. Mm. Unprecedented. It's, it's almost like they didn't understand that it's like the most anticipated TV show of like all time. Pretty much. And they have exclusive streaming rights to mm, it. I know. Yeah, right? what, like what, a it's, fuck, what a surprise. What a surprise, you fucking morons. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I ended up watching it the next day, but totally worth it. It was very good. Yes. It's, very, it's good to be back. Very happy with it. Very stressed, but it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's it's, fine, Joel. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything's totally fine. No, nothing will go wrong this season. It'll be fine. No. Daenerys is totally not going to do anything this season. <laughs> Daenerys is totally not going to get screwed over in some way oh god season. yeah she's like i'm it's here happening. and everyone's just gonna fucking open fire on her um but Karen, as much as i'd love to talk about game of thrones more if you want to listen to tv shows go and listen to the hunting seasons podcast but um we're here to talk about video games so shall we talk about video games 
Well, I guess that is that is what we should talk about. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, shall we? Uh, shall we have the uh, joint conversation first? Well, we did. We really did played. sync up on a game. We did, again. yeah, and we're relatively close to each other in progress as well. It's all I've yes. played this week, basically. Um, so it's probably a, a good way to start off. Uh, we've both been playing Near Automata or Near Automata or however you pronounce it. We've been playing the new Near game. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Um, <laughs> it is. It's, I'm serious. I, I knew I was going to enjoy this game because I mean it's it's platinum games, and I I like. It's like it's like the good team platinum games as well, not the Legend of Korra platinum games or Teenage Mutant Ninja Look, Turtles. Okay, here's the thing: those games are the cashing the checks games. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's like you know when you see like a really good director that makes like a really bad movie. It's like a really like like a family friendly like just garbage movie, but then they get to make this awesome like passion project afterwards. And it's like oh, plus right. like Transformers was okay. It was okay. Transformers was good. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed Transformers. Um, it was a fun game, and because it was like G one Transformers as well. So. Absolutely, G one Transformers. So much fan rad. service. Loved it. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, but Near Automata, which is how I'm going to pronounce it because it feels right, um, in my mind. Um, it's great. I'm loving it. It's such a interesting game. Already, I'm probably maybe like. 10 or 11 hours in, I suppose, roughly. I think, I think my my game clock tells me I'm at like 12 or 13. Yeah, that's probably, that sounds about right. Because um, I'm probably a little bit behind you and stuff. I mean, I mean I've been dicking around as well because there's so many side quests in this game. The game um, is mostly side quests, one might argue. Yeah. yeah, that's very true. And, I mean, the side quests are pretty much go here, get this thing, or kill this thing, come back. Um, So you, you're pretty... Your standard side quest fare, but I don't know. It's I enjoyed the 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 world isn't like overwhelmingly big. It's um, I mean I haven't obviously found all of it, yet, like discovered all of it yet, but it's uh it feels manageable. Like running from one side of the map doesn't feel too much like a chore. And I suppose when you get the the fast travel option as well, yeah. it means it's even less of a chore. I was gonna say, yeah, when I got fast travel that definitely uh eliminated a lot of those issues. But again the other thing for me is the the main reason I don't mind for world is just because moving in that game just feels so good. I just love it. I love the the little dash you yeah. do with R two and oh. then like that just you just run and then true to Bayonetta or I'm pretty sure in other platinum games like style if you run for prolonged periods of time, you'll pick up pace. And I, yep. just, I just love it. I just love moving around in this game. I don't care. And I'll just, sometimes I'll just be like swinging my weapon at nothing as I move because the animations are gorgeous. Oh yeah. It's, it's oh, it, you're, you're right. It is, it is a joy to, to move around in this world um, and explore it. So it doesn't feel too tedious. Like the double jump is satisfying. Like, and, and like double jumping and then dashing in air. Like it's, it's yeah, a lot just, of fun. Some incredible, like just some of my favorite animations. I just, Platinum Games just get that; they just do. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. Fluid animations and making them run smoothly as well. And like, I haven't encountered too many like you know frame rate issues or anything like that. So, um, I've had a couple, but nothing huge. Like, it was only really yeah, in areas nothing major. as I was run. Maybe I've gone too quickly and turned a corner too quickly, and the game's like, "Whoa, I'm not done here yet." Ah, <laughs> yeah, like nothing. Yeah, nothing exactly. Major. Like, and. Or like when you spawn in, there's like, you know, two big enemies that'll pop in. Yeah. Like that. It's like, all right, okay, they're, they're, it's catching up. There we are. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, 
should we, should we go into any, any details about what we think the story is at the moment? I mean, if you think you can make any good calls on the story where we're up to at the moment, I think I've got a bit of an idea. Yeah, that's well, I mean, I guess I the basic premise is that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but I guess the basic premise, from what I can gather, is that um, there's been a lot of machine wars. It's like the year, like. I think seventeen thousand. Yeah, or it's it's ridiculously in the future. Or like fourteen thousand. Yeah, it's like super future. Um, basically, like yeah, uh, these aliens invaded Earth and like infested it with these like machine creatures um, that sort of took over, and then a whole bunch of people it was like three thousand people or seven thousand people or something escaped Earth and went and took up a residence on the moon. I think. Yes, that's, that's um, the game leads us to yeah. believe that there are humans living on the moon. Mm. Uh, and they've basically created androids to go and try and reclaim Earth, basically. Uh, and you play as one of these androids, 2B, uh, with your trusty sidekick 9S. Um, and your little, your little pod and, yeah. robots. And your little pod robots, which are great. I love the pod robots. Um, and uh, yeah, I love the missile one. That's the one I've been using a lot. Uh, yeah, I picked up that one up pretty recently. I've been digging that. Mm. I just like hold down L R one and just like while I'm fighting. So I've actually started having to play with like two fingers, like a finger on each the R one and R two buttons. So I'm having to like claw grip my controller, which I've had a couple of like cramps from playing that way. See, I don't really use my R1 that much, like the, the pod fire and the site. Like, because especially with missiles, they miss, a, like, a lot. <laughs> oh, see, I, so it, they do, unless you hold down and just let it fire. Yeah. Eventually, eventually they connect at some point. So, like, you, you know, while you're dashing around. Plus, so, yeah, I'm trying to get better at claw gripping. Most but, of my combat yeah. is spent just enjoying the melee combat and getting that sweet counter dodge. Yeah, I just got that actually. I just I just got that um that uh plugin it's, chip. It's it's like it's witch time based. Well, not really. It's not witch time in a sense that you get slow mo, but it's witch time in a sense that you get a free hit, and it's great. Oh yeah, basically. Uh, and also, uh, there's a, there's a counter plugin chip that have you got yes, that yet? I just picked that up tonight. Where you do, you, you do like the you 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 I think you basically grab your pod and like fire it against the enemy, and they get a bit of knockback damage yeah, from it as well, which is it's cool. Good. Um, yeah. So that's 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 just the basic premise of the game. Um there's obviously some more nefarious things going on. Um that are starting to reveal themselves. But Yeah, well I mean there's two weird a- android humanoid characters that are up to something. I mean something. the important thing to take away as well is their names are Adam and Eve, which, which Yeah, exactly. Is immediately you're like, Oh, Adam and Eve, okay. That's interesting. That's, that's no, not accidental. That's comforting, yeah. <laughs> that's comforting yeah. um but yeah it's uh it's cool uh and the fact that like you know 2b clearly has the the mindset that all of these machines that are on earth are bad and need to be destroyed yeah i do i enjoy how cold 2b is to a lot of 9s's like banter like 9s will be like yeah asking questions sometimes or well, have you done the quest with the lost robot girl in the desert Yep, absolutely. that's one of the strings to mind as well. Like just the questions that he is being confronted by by this robot, but he then tries yeah. to deflect onto two B, and two B is like, "I don't care. Like, I just don't care." Because, but but tell me how to make yeah. children. How are babies uh, made? Two B, can you help me out here? Two B is like, 
no, it's not my your problem. Your, no, your problem. fuck off. I'm give, you started talking to this robot. I don't give a fuck. Like, but I am wearing that pink bow now. That's my. That's part of my outfit. <laughs> I did. I, I was like, can I equip that? Yes. All right. Awesome. So my two B is wearing a nice, pretty pink bow. Um, uh, not to spoil anything, but yeah, character development is is definitely coming for you. Like, there's some there's some stuff coming that made me go, right. ah. I'm excited for that because I, I I'm. Genuinely, I, I, for all the whole, like, you know, I'm saying, oh, I have no idea what's going on. I kind of do, but I think it's just because the game hasn't revealed itself yet um, and showed its true hand. And I'm excited for that moment. Um, I know it's going to be fucking insane. Like, it's going to be batshit crazy. But Well, yeah, I mean, this is the game. Like, I never played the original Nier, but it's pretty infamous for being mm. just a straight up crazy game. Like, and... Mm. Oh, absolutely. When you also consider that this game and the original Nier are actually spin-offs of their main series, the Dragon right. Guard series. Like, <laughs> Jesus. And you're yeah. like, what? Um, it's oh, I I'm thoroughly enjoying this game though. Um so like leveling up, uh it's kind of got a bit of a Souls-esque element to it, like that roguelike kind of if you die, you got to go back to your body oh. and re- recover all your plug-in stuff. I do want to say, stuff. I do really like that. Like, when you die, basically... You, because how, how the game works, because you're an Android, uh, they... Yeah. Whenever you go to a save point, basically you are uploading your latest version to, like, the cloud, essentially. So you die, yeah. and you leave yep. a corpse behind. They go, all right, make a new one. Go get your stuff back yep. if you want it, though, because we've only got this this version of you saved. You're like, all right, got to go get the stuff back. God damn it. Exactly. But I really like it. Because you... Your equipment is uh is plug-in chips, which give you um like different ability, like different buffs and and, and strengths and things like that. So it, it might like you know give you more like weapons damage. It might give you more melee defense, or you can basically use it to customize your HUD as yes. well. Yes, um, that is all incorporated into your loadout. So you've only got a certain amount of slots that you you can use on to fill up uh, on, on your RAM. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you want to have all the the HUD stuff on there, it's going to take up like a good third of your uh, of your. Of I'll your be RAM, honest. So. Like at the gate, as I was getting money, I was just dropping points, like credits on the uh, on the expansions to get more spots. Oh yeah, I, I've I've got all yeah. of them now. I'm like I'm good. Like I'm I'm I've maxed out that I can I can, and I started playing around with like, like secondary, um, loadouts essentially because you've got like four different ones that you can customize. So like if you want to have one that was a very defensive based one or one that was very offensive based or one that was sort of dealing a lot more damage, um, you can sort of set them out like that way as well. You might have one that like, you know, you can take out all like, you know, unnecessary HUD items when you're in like really tough fights maybe. Yeah. Um, I haven't really played around with stuff like that. But, um, it's kind of interesting way of looking at it. Um, but 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 the game lets you customize how much information you want to be thrust in your face. Exactly, once, which I I really which is, appreciate. Obviously, I've chosen to have it all because I'm a crazy person and I love to see. Oh, I, yeah. I know sometimes in games, like especially with Zelda, I hated the hard. And I was like, no, get rid of this, get rid of this. But yeah. in here, I'm like, no, give me more. Give me an XP bar. Yeah. What's this useless sound bar? Give me the sound bar. I don't know what it does, but I want. I haven't it. got. I haven't got the sound bar yet. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't got that one yet. It doesn't seem to do much, from what I can tell. It just sits in the top right corner. It's like, yeah, you're making noise. I'm like, cool. Was it, so it's like the one in Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> that was that. That had fucking no use yeah, really. Wow. It was like you're making sound now. You're making more sound because you're running. All right, All right cool. cool. Thanks, Thank Zelda. You. 
no, no problem. This game. Um, uh, but yeah, so I was going to say, like, going we back, spoke about, yeah. So we, we kind of skimped over gameplay a bit. Like, obviously, obviously, it is a Platinum Games developed title. Yes. So it's got the sweet melee combat that you expect from Bayonetta and mm. all those sort of games. But, Joel, don't forget, it's also two other games as well. Because it's also sometimes yeah. a side scroller hack and slash game. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's a fucking shmup. And yep. I love it's it. It's like a bullet hell fucking... Yeah, it's so good. And it's it's so, like, obvious of the fact that it is trying to be a bullet hell as well. Because, like, the, the projectiles that are fired by the enemies are giant purple And they move into, ver- like, the pattern loops as they fire them. Yeah, so, like, exactly. So you can find gaps and sort of weave in and out. And I love it. <laughs> It's so good. It's it's this mishmash of like all these different genres, and it just sort of works. Um, the the camera is really satisfying when it does switch from like like third person combat. It'll just like pan around into like side scroll view, or like it'll go overhead for like a shim up. Uh, that's section. the thing. Like with the it's, that's what what impressed me most about the the side scrolling stuff. Like sometimes with controls, that's the easiest thing to mess up. Where you might enter mm-hmm. a side-scrolling area and it like it'll flip the controls and sometimes you'll get spun around or you'll turn around, you'll go back. In this game, I thought I have an issue. Like if it goes side-scrolling, no. I'm immediately going the right direction, and that that makes it a lot easier to deal with. It's it's super seamless, um, and it it sort of gets you prepared for that from at the gate, like the first like through that whole factory level, which is essentially the demo. Yes. Um, the opening of the game is the demo. So if you played that, it's it's you'll be playing and, and you decide to buy a near automata, it's You'll be playing the same thing over and over again, or over again, um, which is totally fine because it's a great oh, opening yeah. and it's really fucking He does a good excellent. job of like um, basically going, hey, this is what you're getting yourself into with the addition of the, the shmup stuff because I don't think that was in the demo. I oh, don't remember yeah. if the flight suit stuff. I don't think it was because I feel like I would have been even more excited about that. I could yeah, very I easily don't think so. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think... I think you're right. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Like, I mean... I haven't used the 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 um the flight suit stuff for a while yet. It's very situational when you yeah. get to use it. So but... you do have an instance coming out pretty soon, and it's very it's very right. cool. Like, holy shit, it's very cool. <laughs> and that's why that's that's what I was going to say though. It's like it is used very sparingly, but when it, it it makes it even more like exciting when you do get to do it. Um, and that moment when you call them down for the first time. And you're like running to it, like you have to go and try and get to them when the the, the giant Goliath oh, is yeah, attacking the city. Them. Well, what's left of the yeah, city? Yeah, and in, yeah, and you have to like there's, they've uh, they've like dropped in two mobile like flight suits. You have to like run towards them, and you like jump into them, and then fucking like essentially like transform into a jet, and it's just awesome. that, that's a, that's the amazing thing about those flight suits. They double as a flight, like a, as a, like a jet. And also a mech, mm-hmm. so it's like yep. tick all those boxes. Platinum, just keep doing it. Um, who was? Uh, it's uh, Yoko Taro. That thumbs up, man. You did it again. I love it. It's great. Oh, it's it's just insanity. Like I don't. Oh, I I can't wait to to go through all the multiple endings. I'm I'm interested to see how how long a playthrough is. Um. Yeah, I'm really curious because I hope like already I've gotten two of the endings. Granted, they're two of the ones you can get. <laughs> pretty quickly but uh yeah and and they're pretty easy to do um but yeah like I, i'm because how many endings I are there there's like know. six or seven i want to say well, i know i've got two of them yeah i think there's like 
two or three, uh, or maybe even four ones that are sort of easy to obtain. Let's just put it that way. Um, and then there's like one for like your first playthrough and then a couple of more playthroughs after that. But from what I've heard that they feel like, they don't feel like playing on New Game Plus. It feels like a new chapter Which of the exci- game. Again, I'm excited to see what that means. Yeah, so I do- yeah, exactly. I want to know how that, how that works. So, um, I mean, I did look up how to beat, how long to beat. Uh, and on that side, they said like, for like a main playthrough, they said like, they said 11, like 13 hours. And I'm like, well, that's not happening. But granted, like I've dicked around a lot doing side quests and stupid escort missions um, <laughs> that I still haven't finished yet. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm really, really enjoying this game. Yeah, it's it's really And then good. there's like DLC stuff as well. We could find like the fucking CEO of Square Enix. Yeah, I remember when I, that was announced and I, I, I was excited. I think it's coming to 15 as well, but it's just, it's such a fun thing that, that the guy just lets happen. It's great. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, fight Whatever. me. Fight me in the game. All right, fight cool. Yeah, the that's great. Cool. Oh, also, uh, I don't want to let it go by without being mentioned. The soundtrack to this game is incredible. Oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, very good point. The soundtrack, the score is fucking amazing. Um, I hear I was thinking like a few months ago after Persona 5 going, well, guys, best soundtrack is done. Pack her up. Yeah. But here's Nier Automata going, uh, excuse me, I don't think it's going to be that easy. It's throwing its hat into the ring for sure. I still think I like Persona more, but this is really oh, man, some, it's some of the music really is so good, though. I really like the, um, I actually like the fairground music. It's sort of like this weird, eerie. Um, and that boss fight that's in there as well, which that was the that boss fight is great. That boss fight is that was the moment because I I started playing it before you got your copy, and I I was playing that when you know when I was messaging you and saying, "Karen, you're gonna love this game." That was the yeah. boss fight I was doing. I'm like, "You're gonna fucking love this." So the boss fight was so good. Yeah, and that was the one that bailed me up the first time. I think for for the that's longest so much fun, time. just like like learning the systems and going, okay, this is what I'm doing in this situation. Yeah. All right. Now it's, now it's a board hell segment. All right. Now I'm dodging boards. It's fine. Yeah. This is all fine. Oh, 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 really oh fine. now I'm, be- now I'm hacking and I've got to do like a fucking yeah. twin stick shooter. <laughs> I, what, what that never was explained. It was just like nine S is like, yeah, I'm doing some hacking. And then that happens. And you're like, I, what? Okay, sure. Why not? Let's, let's roll with that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you can get like a, a hack module for your pod. As like a as an yeah. L one R one thing. Yeah, yeah. That would make sense. But it? um, the thing that really gets me about the soundtrack is uh, especially some of the some of the vocal stuff. It's it gives mm. me super, uh, super vibes from Ghost in the Shell sort of era. Yeah, of anime and music, and I I I love that just a little bit. Well, I mean, like you could argue too that the the whole setting and and setup is very wow. like Ghost in the Shell esque as well. Like, yeah, it's I'm like I said, I'm super excited to see where the story mm, goes. Yeah, because it, it it definitely has that. It's it's a little less cyberpunky, but uh, it's it's very very much dealing with the same sort of uh, themes. I think from what well, I can that's tell. the thing. Like, is Two B brings up a lot of that stuff with the robots. Mm. Man, how they don't feel anything. Yep. They're just robots. They're not they're supposed just, like, to feel anything. They don't have emotions. They're not. They don't. They can't think for themselves, and you're like, "But can they?" But, and I don't know. I met a character. Well, I didn't I met an area with characters who may have been able to? I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, oh. and I mean, you, you could. I mean, minor spoilers, I guess, but you can kind of feel that something's happening between Two B and Nine S as well. Yeah. So, absolutely. like, there's yeah, I, stuff going on I there. It. I love this game. Oh, it's really good. I. 
I'm so annoyed at myself for not getting it sooner. Like yeah. I was just, I for some reason I thought to myself, oh, I can I can get near Automata later. Like it's not a big deal. It's um I I I mean my reasoning was I didn't want to come out of like crazy Japan world with Persona Five and go straight into another crazy Japan world. Um, I'm glad I had that break in between. See, I would have had no problem. Like I I live in crazy Japan world for oh, video games. Oh uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> totally for it. But I I. I felt like I needed a palette change. I mean, it, it, they are completely different games, by the way. Like, they, oh yeah, they absolutely. Couldn't be further from each other. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad I had that break. I don't even remember what I played. What did I play in the middle there? Horizon. I can't. No, it was Horizon. I'm glad I played that. Um, oh yeah, I got halfway through. Horizon. Yeah, I know you did. Maybe I know you did. Ish. No, maybe. Hey, maybe 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 later in the year, but there's no droughts coming up, so I don't know. Exactly. At some point, maybe you know you might get back to it. I'm going to go back to it later on in the year with that DLC, uh, probably. I'll prepare myself for when I get uh, strung up for not having it in my game of the year list because I won't have finished it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It'll probably be in mine, Karin. It's fine. <laughs> I'll represent. I'll fly the Horizon flag. Um, But I think Nier's, Nier's definitely in there for me, I think, at this stage. Like Look, from what I've played, Nier is putting a real, real solid case forward. And I think it's it's one of Platinum's best. I think. Uh, I mean, again, I'm pretty early on, but even just from combat, I think it's my favorite. The it, combat just feels so good. It feels like a good mix between Bayonetta and Metal Gear Rising. Oh, I, don't, I want another Metal Gear Rising, Joel. I, I love It's such a good game. Metal Gear Rising is actually maybe... Maybe it's equal favorite because yeah. I think Metal Gear Rising might be my favorite Platinum game. I uh, see. I still love Bayonetta two. I think it's just Bayonetta two is also incredible. It's I don't such a good know. Game. I can't pick. Um, they're all my favorites. Those three are my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're my favorites as well. Um, but yeah, Metal Gear. Like, I definitely feel like in terms of the um, all the the HUD design, the way that it's uh, the way that it looks, it, it gives me a very Metal Gear Rising vibe. Oh yeah, or just Metal Gear in general. Actually, like it's it's. It feels very Metal Gear esque. Um, I, I, th- there's nothing, nothing major to put. I'm not trying to point out anything crazy there. Just that that's what I get the vibe from when I'm I'm looking at it. The map looks very like it feels like it's from a Metal Gear game. Or like the, I love it. The map's like eight, like sort of like pixely. Yeah, and they they reference that where uh, if you talk to that yeah. character, it's like why can't I see underground? And it's like well, it's a satellite map, so you, you can't see underground. Yeah, and I love it that the guy's like, yeah, people are, people have been complaining about the quality of the image for a while, but we can't do anything about it yet. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and, oh, there's so many points in this game that it knows it's a game. I've met some, I've met some interesting characters along the way so far yeah. as well. I just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I love it. It's great. It's really awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to playing more. I'm probably we'll report back next week. Um, with our uh, more of our findings over it, I guess. When we're not yeah. playing Splatoon 2. Oh, tomorrow. It's out Joel. now. Karen, technically it's it, out now. I could I could buy it on my Switch right I now. I almost did. I was like... I was tempted. because I, I Remember Overwatch, Joel? Yeah, I know. It's like the game I'm just going to want to have. I'm still considering buying Overwatch digitally. Like, I, I'll tell you what. If Overwatch goes up on a sale cheap digitally soon, I'm absolutely yeah, buying it. I'm like, well, I might as well. And then I don't have to worry about putting my disc in there. It's fine it's it's such an inconvenience it's um but yeah and also too i was like what's what's really like what's 16 dollars 
for me to just have it now. When we finish recording, I could play a couple of rounds of Splatoon 2. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it could happen. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm... It's tempting. I'm probably going to... I will just go and get a physical copy tomorrow. Cause, yeah. yeah. I could trade towards it. Yeah, that's true, actually. Got to save some money. <laughs> yeah, I got a copy of uh, Mass Effect Andromeda over there that is gathering dust, so I'm going to throw that at something. Um, oh, Mass Effect. Oh, wah, 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 wah. Uh, on that note, Kyron, I haven't played anything else this week, so I've been putting, been focusing in hard, uh, mainly only because that's all I've had time to do. <laughs> so, play some more Overwatch, but yeah. Well, luckily, Joel, the the employment deities. Decided to give me a week off. Hey! So that's why I've had extra time You're to play another game. a man of luxury. Game. I am. It's been... I don't, I've not known what to do with myself because I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> so that's why I have two games I'm playing because I'm juggling. Yep. You know, because as much as I love Nier Automata, it is nice to have something to play when I'm, when I'm like, okay, I need, I need a bit of a break from this. You don't want to burn course, yourself out on it, yeah. Yeah. Of course, the other game I decided to play is still Japanese, though, because that's just who I am. I spoke about it briefly last week, and it's Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age. Uh-huh. Uh, at that point, I've barely even put any time into it, but now I'm, a, I'm pretty deep, like 15, 20 hours in now. Yep. So I feel like I've got a bit more of a handle on it, and I just want to say that Final Fantasy XII has held up really well. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, the thing I find interesting about it, though, and I can't remember if it was always like this, or and if it's just a coincidence that it's come back up, but through so much of the game's like cutscenes and narrative, it's 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 got a bit of a it's basically Final Fantasy Star Wars in a way. Okay, like certain characters you look at, you're like, well, you're definitely Han Solo, and you're definitely like the Obi Wan character, and you're the Princess Leia character, etc. All right, et All right I'm listening. Yeah, but it's also got like a political side to it, and there's lots of like name dropping, like house family houses. I'm like. Man, this has come out when Game of Thrones has come out. Is that a coincidence? Like, it's like House Salandor and House this and House that. I'm like, was it always written like this? I can't remember anymore. I was. I or thought. Was just... I thought for a moment there you were going to go like galactic trade routes on me, and I was gonna. I was no. gonna tune out hard, <laughs> hardcore tune out then. But... Don't get me wrong. Like, I will tune out in this game whenever the main the main character in air quotes Vaughn talks because I just don't care about him. He's not interesting. <laughs> But thankfully, because of how the game's designed, you don't even need to have him in your party. Okay. Like, so, like, this game doesn't really have a main character, per se. Like, you start as Vaughn, which is, you know, you've got to start as someone, I guess. Yeah. But once you have your full lineup of six people, you can just bench him and never look at him again. That looks but, awesome. <laughs> yeah, see you in a cutscene, mate. Don't need you anymore. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, which is refreshing, because he kind of is the worst character in the game. But, oh, that's uh, nice to know. Yeah, the important things really are, I want to talk about how much I'm enjoying the MMO light combat, which is obviously, you know, this was this game we came after Final Fantasy XI. Right. So I, that that may have been where the influence came from, but it sort of acts ATB style, where you've got a little action bar that fills up, but you move around freely around the world, and all the enemies are like already on the map. You don't have random encounters or anything like okay. that. Okay, yep. Which is cool, but of course I, I don't know if I if I even briefly mentioned it last week. But the gambit system is the best thing about this game, Joel. Right, it's just so fun because 
I mean, you haven't played. I guess you haven't played many RPGs, but not really. No, you played. You you have played enough, no doubt, to be like to get into that rot where you get poisoned and you're like, can't. Don't even talk to me about poison. Open my menu, get my antidote, use my antidote. Oh god, I'm cured of poison. Excellent. Not in twelve, Joel. Not in Final Fantasy twelve because you can just set a you can set a gambit to do that. You can basically, again. 12 is an old game at this point, and there's so many people who have probably played it, but if you haven't played it, the game system is just satisfying to 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 min-max those situations where you're like, you can set a character for the condition to be like, ally, status, poison, use antidote. And like, if anyone gets poisoned, they'll just cure it for you. And you're like, oh, oh yes, that feels so good. Yep. And at first, it's it's neat and you're like oh yeah this is fun i can just basically negate a lot of these extra actions i'd have to do but like when you get really good at it towards the end of the game and the game is just playing itself it's satisfying because you're like no i set this up like i told him to do that then and this and that and it just feels really good when you get that the gambit layout just right and you've got everything accounted for like say an enemy puts reflect on itself which is a nightmare if you need to use magic so you can have someone to like use dispel immediately uh, you can throw oil on enemies who are weak to fire, and then a fire a person can be triggered to like if enemy status is oil, use fire to like do extra damage, See, and it's just it's fun. It's basically you know, it's like fun. programming. You're, you're yeah, programming like you, your party you, to to like work yeah. optimal, like you know optimally. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's like you basically set your team up to do exactly what they need to do in certain uh, situations. Which again, it, it's something that Jane doesn't really force you to think about too much like for the first odd 15 or so hours you can you can cruise through it but there's a boss fight that you encounter where every every now and again he just has an attack where he'll just be like nah you're all all of these status ailments and that's when you get really thankful for the gambit system to stop you from like pressing square to plop a menu 500 times so like cure them all your team can just take care of themselves and you just wash your hands and keep going through and it just it's satisfying. Do you feel like a well oiled machine? Do you feel like that, that that that's intentionally there? That that's a that's a tutorial it, for the gambit system almost? It does sort of feel like it because before that enemy is like you would get hit by the odd status element, but it was nothing too overwhelming. Uh-huh. But I can real I really feel in that fight if you're not paying attention to your gambits, you would spend a lot of time in menus and you just get really frustrated and probably get mad at the game. Yeah. And it does feel like it's like, no, look, like we have the gambit system. You should be using that. It makes your life a lot easier, and it does. Yeah, because, like, I mean, that that's the one problem I have with JRPGs is that you're spending a lot of time, like, in, like, in menus and, like, trying to manage things via menus, which is why, like, I mean, I, Persona 4 was notorious, like, not notorious for it, but it was, you know, known for it as well. You, you There's a lot of menus and things that you had to sort of delve through yes. in there. Um, but that's why I love five so much is because they, those menus were still there, but they were all, A, they were all streamlined and B, they were all super stylized. So they were always fun to look at. And like usually like a button press away. Exactly. So like triangle for spe- for like skills and X is attack. Yeah. And having them all mapped to the face buttons was a really good idea as well. So it, yeah. it's good to see when, when games like this, that they seem more appealing to me to play because that. They seem like you have more control and you're sort of like actually playing the game rather than just like reading menus. Yeah, um, I mean, ironically enough, if you want a, a, an RPG where you feel like you have complete control, it's the game where you, in the end, have 
well, you mean you still have control, but the game is just playing itself. Like it's, you can put the control down in combat and be like, you guys have got this, no problem. That's interesting. No problem. Yeah. Well, I might have to check it out one day when there's like a. It's definitely it's drought. definitely interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you need a drought because it is a Final Fantasy Ooh, game, yeah. so it, and it's it's a long one, and I'm still I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to go to fight Yazamet again. Who, again, if you played Final Fantasy twelve, you know about Yazamet. He is a ridiculous boss with an insane amount of HP that takes hours to fight. Oh, good. And I did it once back in the day on PS two, and I, I'm trying to think if I can. I have to help with my friend Ben, so that yeah. made it easier. I'm trying to think if I can be bothered doing it again, but I don't know. I'll I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. That's a uh, that's a that's a that's a future current problem. It is a future current problem. When he's like, "Well, I've done everything else. Guess I'll have to beat you, Isamet." Oh, oh Jesus! Uh, but yeah, that's honestly all been playing apart from Nier Automata, and I'm super happy with it. Thank you, Square, for remastering it. It was the one that when there, when there was rumors, I just remember thinking to myself, "Yeah, I don't know. I've already." I've already played it. I don't think I need to play it again. Like, I have no idea about it. Like, this is the first I've ever really heard anyone talk about about it, to be honest. Because, like, it's not one of the ones that pops up in conversation, really. Yeah, I mean, it is sort of like the black sheep of the series in a lot of ways. Uh, it was the first game to really have, like, the huge open environments. Like, okay. even 10 was, like, a pretty linear experience. Like, the maps were big. But... Yeah. You were basically like, all right, I'm going down this zone to this point. Whereas everything's sort of connected by pathways you can walk down in twelve, which is really nice. It makes the world feel a bit more like a world. It's one of those it's it's one of those instances where it's like it, you know, obviously towards the end of the, the PS2 life cycle as well, that game probably came out. Yeah. So it's like you know Actually. squeezing out, you know, like a like a Last of Us situation or, you know, that sort of that that, that kind of thing where it's like we're really going to see how much we can drag out of the system before before we have to sort of move on. Yeah, Final Fantasy XII was actually pretty late in the the. Uh, oh, it wasn't the latest. Okay, it came out. It was it was late. It was two thousand and seven right. for Europe. Okay, uh, but two thousand and six for Japan, which puts it only a couple of years before Persona Four, which was a very late right, PS2 game, of course. So they're both late game, like late gen stuff, and they're two of the best PS2 games out there. Oh, the two of the best. Well, I can't speak for twelve, but like you know, percent full. Everyone has my opinions on that. Um, I feel like I I'm I'm devastated that I'm going to be overseas when uh when uh, uh Laura Bailey's going to be in Brisbane and Adelaide later on in the year. I'm sure she'll come back. I want to meet Reese. Best girl. Um, all right. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're allowed to think that. No one's. You can be wrong. You're allowed to be wrong. I'm not, this is a. This is an accepting environment where you are I'm just allowed gonna, to be wrong. I'm just going to try and put the lid back on that now, before so we can move on. Just because you, you, you do not want to open that up. That is not a discussion. You want to open yourself to. I don't want to start all the weeds or anything like that. Um, you already have. Oh boy. Um, cool. Uh, anything else going about twelve? Uh, not really, uh, but it, it, I'm not kidding, Joel. Like, it definitely has some serious Star Wars vibes. Like, to the point where you meet, like, a Sky Pirate called Balthier. Hmm. He's he's a lot like Han Solo, and he's got a companion who's like a, a, like a bunny girl sort of character who sort of so- serves a role of Chewbacca in being, like, his wingman, essentially, on all his jobs, and oh, you're like, oh, okay. 
All right. And like you're rescuing a princess, like Princess Ash, and you're like, okay, all right. Okay. And there's lots of like airship stuff, and there's like a pretty, like the opening, actually, maybe even look up the opening cutscene on YouTube, Joel. It's about right. 10 minutes long, and it's pretty cool. There's like a battle, there's like like airship combat, and it, it, it looks rad. All right. I'll, and it's I'll still, look at it. and like you look at it, and you're like, this is, this is Final Fantasy? Okay. Uh, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. It's fine. It's no problem. I mean, to be yeah, no, to be fair, I, it's very good. I, I didn't play a whole lot of 15, and I sort of dropped off that bandwagon pretty quickly. But I think it's just because other stuff came out. But um, yeah, awesome, cool. So, shall we move into some news, Karen? Sure thing, Joel. Let's do it. All right. Uh first on the table, uh, Evo was last weekend, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, lots of- and there was a there was some there was some some little morsels that came out of it. Yeah, some some interesting uh, little bits. Like we we are getting trunks in Dragon Ball Fighters now, which yes. is very cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Street Fighter Five is getting a new fighter called Abigail. Oh, yes. Yep. He's a he's looks pretty tough, so that's that's cool. Cool. Uh, but Arc System Works Joel had a little announcement. Yes, you know, hot off the heels of their uh, Dragon Ball Fighters announcement. Because they can't stop being successful, apparently. No, they, they they can't just stop at one popular franchise and just focus in on that. Yeah, they announced a new game called Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Yeah. So, uh, if you play Blaze Blue, you know what to expect. I played a little bit. I, I played a little bit at your house, like back in the day. We played. Uh, which one was that one? Probably Calamity Trigger. Calamity I Trigger, I think it was. Yeah. Was was I playing as Jin? <laughs> yes, because Jin win. Yeah. Jin win. Yeah. yeah, then it was Calamity yeah, Trigger. For sure. Uh <laughs> Um but yeah, so Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle is like it's a Blaze Blue game. Yep. There's a there's a little little catch though, Joel, like a little asterisk there. And it's the cross tag battle part. Cause it's a crossover game, Joel. Yes. What, so, what's it a crossover with, Karen? A couple of things. I'll start with one I don't know. Okay, yep. It's a crossover with a thing called Undernight in Birth. No clue what that is. Nope, nope, never heard it. Don't don't really know. But it is also crossed over with Persona 4 Arena. Yes! And a guest appearance. I don't know if there's more than this, but at the moment it's just the one character. But uh, Ruby Rose from Rooster Teeth's Ruby series will be in this game. That was the clincher for me. Like the Persona 4 stuff, I was like, I'm listening. And then and then they <laughs> dropped the Ruby Rose in at the end and I'm like, I'm fucking there. I'm so They dropped the, Rosie, the Ruby Rose bit at the end, voiced by Lindsay Jones as well. Yeah, I know. Like not, the rest of the trailer was in Japanese and then here's Lindsay Jones. I'm like, wow, that's... That, I'm so happy for it. That must be amazing. And that's the, so that's that's why I think I'm really excited for it. Is that Lindsay's like putting a voice in a, in, a, in like a, a you know a serious fighting video game. Like that's awesome. That's and so a cool. And property is going to be an arc and an arc system work. Like fighter. that's great and it, perfect though. Like I mean, oh yeah. If I could choose Especially anyone Ruby. to make like a yeah like a Ruby like fight a 2D fighting game, I'd fucking love Arc System Works to do. They do some great stuff with like the visual backgrounds and all the different characters and their weapons and oh, I hope we get more from the Ruby universe as well. If we got like you know I, Team Ruby or something, that'd be great. I think it'll. I want to. I want to say it'll be at least Team Ruby. Yeah, you think you would hope so. If if only so that I can play as Yang. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think the two you'll get will be Ruby and Yang. If they're only going to do like at least two characters, I think those those will be the two that you'll get. Yeah, because um, I don't think anyone else. I'd love Nora because I 
this is going to be just me nerding out about Ruby for <laughs> for 10 minutes. But no, I, I love Nora. She's a great character as well. But um, I mean, for Ruby, I've watched the only other character I really grew up any sort of attachment to is dead. So Oh, Karen. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know why it happens. And it was even, it's even ironically, it also involves, oh, similar end. Great. <laughs> yep. It's, um, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, but this looks great. Um, I mean, it's pretty far down the track, obviously, because yeah. Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters isn't coming out until next year. And then this is coming out after that. So, you know, probably I mean, late next I don't year. Think, I don't know. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go too hard negative on it, but I will point out that the assets for the games that are like included, apart from Ruby because she's new. Yep. But uh, like it featured Ragnar and was it? I think it was Jin. I think so. Maybe. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Ragnar and Jin. But um, it's the, the assets used for those two guys didn't seem too new, and the same thing goes for the Yu Narakami stuff as well from Persona Four Arena. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a lot of, you know, not not necessarily in a bad way, but assets have already got ready to go, which may mean it, it may not be as far in the future as it feels. But again, I don't know. Do you think this might be, it's interesting you said, I just had this thought, do you think maybe this might be like a Switch game? I would love it on Switch. Like, no platforms have been announced. I mean... I would love it on Switch. If, it, if they're using these, like, pre-existing models, maybe it was just, like, to showcase, like, what they've got coming maybe but i mean i would it does say teaser trailer so who knows but... yeah like i'd i'd that'd be cool I'd, I, I mean again i am biased i just want every game on switch of course but... yeah you know in this week's edition of what games do we want on switch um <laughs> all of them yeah pretty much uh yeah no that'd be good i i, I feel like a like a blazblue a blazblue game would be uh right at home on the switch um Arc system works just make gorgeous two D fighting games, mm, and, and like, and a two D fighter game is one of those perfect games that you is great for like local co op, like, well not local co op, but local multiplayer. So yeah. being able to like you know I'm coming over to your house, I'm like, hey, you want to play some Blazblue Cross Tag Battle? And you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. And we whip out our switches and go nuts. Like that'd be awesome. Um, yeah. The only reason I also still think it'll be sort of like, again, not in a bad, necessarily a bad way, but I'm thinking recycle stuff is the decision to use Persona 4 Arena. Yep. Because a lot of that stuff is already done. And if I was being greedy and had my way, and if this was like a like a late 2018 game, I'd say, no, screw that. Persona 5 characters, let's do this. Yeah, like, at least put... Chosen like, P4. Yeah, well, keep, keep the Persona 4 ones there for sure, but like put some Persona 5 characters in there. Like, surely... Please. Yeah. I mean, I I still believe very very strongly we will get like a like a ridiculous Persona crossover fighting game from these guys in the future. Oh, that'd be great. As as Arc System Works just continues to be more and more successful, but uh, yeah, it does feel weird that we're getting Persona Four Arena again. You know, Persona Four. As much as I love that game and those characters, I was sort of ready for them to stop showing up. Yeah, it does. It almost in a way feels like it's taking away a bit from the Persona Five characters in the spotlight yeah i agree like, hey like here's here's you narakami again guys remember remember you remember how we named that character you like why you remember how clever we were yeah um yeah uh, good, good one guys yeah you, uh, you're fucking great <laughs> you did it you did it you, you <laughs> round of applause big damn heroes um where's joker <laughs> yeah exactly where's joker 
Where's Ryuji? Where's Arn? Like, give me those characters. So that's why I'm thinking there might be some some Ryu stuff in here. Maybe that was easier than just than building a new game. But again, like, this is a teaser trailer, so who knows? Yeah. And, yeah. The fact that, yeah. I hope, I hope it's, um... Well, like, we, we've seen in the past that Arc System Works are good at sort of putting love and care into their properties and things that they, 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 they deal with. They don't do things in halves, so... If you need, like, a 40-second example of that, go out and watch the Dragon Ball Z Fighters reveal for Trunks. It is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I haven't watched that myself yet. I need to watch that. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Holy crap. So I have faith. Like, I have absolutely have faith. It's just, mm. I would have liked to have seen the Persona 5 guys, honestly. Yeah. I it. I mean, it's still possible, but I guess it did say, like, P4 Arena in the, in the trailer. So, like you said. Oh. Alrighty. So, apart from Evo over the weekend, Disney had their uh, big convention as well, uh, D23, where they announce all fun things Disney. There's a fucking Star Wars land that sounds like Star Wars Westworld, but without the bad stuff, and I'm totally into it. I saw it. that. Um, like, it, that you basically rock up, and they give you, like, a, an outfit that you wear, and, like, a character, basically, So you, and you get to live out your your holiday in in the galaxy and it just sounds amazing and i want to live there um but i think you, i think you mean you want to get a job there <laughs> yeah, well that too actually that'd be cool yeah it'd be fun i get to live the star wars car um you could you could you could live the i star could live wars. the star wars uh but we had some video game news come out of there as well we did, because a month ago, around E3 time, mm-hmm. there was like a Kingdom Hearts concert, and they were like, hey, yeah, we'll reveal a new world at D23. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I had forgotten that was even coming up. Yeah. It slipped my mind. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it, everything's just sort of happened. To, like, it, it's from E3 onwards, we've sort of rolled from convention to convention to convention, because, I mean, like, we're, we're like moments away, or it has already started. Like, San Diego Comic Con starting as well, so... Um, yeah, this week it's already do- already doing its best to destroy my bank account, but it's fine. Oh yeah, god damn, are those fucking figures. Um, but yes, yeah, so new world, new trailer, uh, and we got that. And I'll tell you what, Kyron, if there was ever any way that they would try and get me interested in, like, super interested in playing Kingdom Hearts, they've done it. <laughs> they've fucking done it. Because the world they revealed is Toy Story. And it looks so good. It looks like Toy Story. It looks like fucking Toy Story. It looks better than Toy Story. If you if you compare it to original Toy Story, which, I mean, yes, that movie was like 1996 or whatever. Like, that, it's, it's an old movie. But, like... This is a game. This is a game. <laughs> and it looks it looks exactly like Toy Story 3. And... Uh, it's insane. The, the, the character models of Woody and Buzz look so good. And... Oh, even though they were speaking in Japanese and it felt really weird, um, it like it, it. I was just like, I don't know how to take this. Like, I get, I get See, that they did these movies and franchises were released in other countries as well, but I'm so not used to that. I mean, it's not even that. It's more so that Kingdom Hearts is a Japanese action. Well, RPG, that too, as well. So... Like you know, um, but yeah, like everything down to like the fact that um. Uh, the Keyblade was like had a Woody star on it, and it was made out of a cactus. Like oh. it, oh, oh my god! Uh, uh, little little qualm that 
Tetsuya Nomura, does that mean we're getting our, our special Keyblade at the start of a world as opposed at the end, which is not what it normally is? Oh, get back to me. <laughs> uh, you can find me at LomanX. Just tweet me. It's fine. Yep, exactly. You know, he's an avid listener of the show. Uh, query, query. <laughs> um, so the interesting thing from this is... Uh, from what we can tell, and from what my knowledge of, of Kingdom Hearts is as well, is like when you go to these Disney worlds, you basically just sort of play that Disney story. Normally, Normally. yes. This seems to be... So they've said that this is taking place after... If you watch the trailer, you can tell as well, but it, it takes place after Toy Story 2 and before 3. And it's a separate thing. It's canon to Toy Story. Like, <laughs> that... Oh my god! There's a new Toy Story story that I get to fucking play. I just want to play that part of the game. Like I'd be happy. I'll buy that. I'll buy just the the Toy Story part, and I'll play. Joel, that. they're gonna get you into this game with all the Pixar worlds they're gonna have. Oh, so I hope you're ready to buy it. I, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna have no fucking idea what's going on. But I'm gonna be Joel, like, Joel, Joel, Joel. It's fine. No one no, knows. What's and going that's on what, I, that's what I'm, I'm in my head. I'm going. I really want to play it, but like I haven't played the first two, and like I don't really know what's going on. And then anytime I talk to someone who's like, like whether it be you or any of our other friends <laughs> or my wife who's played one and two and loves them, they're just like, "Yeah, we don't know what's going on either." I played all the games. I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Namura's making it up as he goes. Yeah, and like not doing a good. He's just like, "Look at all these worlds we've got. Look at all the properties Look, we have. Look at all the properties we have access to now." It's gonna be. What if we uh, had Cloud Strife in Hercules? Hooray! Yeah, yeah why not? Why not? What, what, what do we have, like, Sora hanging out with Woody and Buzz? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and yes. Give me that. So, yeah, this goes along with, um, we've seen pictures from a Tangled world, mm-hmm. uh, another Hercules world, yep. and a Big Hero 6 world. Which, uh, uh, you know, slightly down the list, uh, like, not very much, but down the list a little bit from Toy Story. But Big Hero 6 world, that sold me as well, because Big Hero 6 is a good movie. It is. It's a good it's movie. It's a pretty damn good movie. And again, there's a lot of fun to have there in a Kingdom Hearts game. Fuck yeah. Because like, that's the thing that blows my mind originally like, from this. This is like, we've had bits and pieces of gameplay, but I feel like this this was like a good three minutes of a trailer just showcasing the Toy Story world. Oh, it's like five it looked, minutes. It's, it's huge. Yeah, like, it's a really it looked trailer. so much bigger than the typical Kingdom Hearts world, which is like, hey, room, all right, transition, room transition like this yeah. these areas look bigger and they're vibrant the grass Joel the oh, grass, the grass amazing. looks amazing it, it, it looked exactly like outside Andy's house like it looked because you see that obviously now for those of you who don't know I'm a massive Pixar nerd but it, it's like in, in like uh, I think this came up last week I think actually. it did yeah I, you know I've, I've mentioned this but like you know in like Toy Story 2 when um Woody gets sold off at the the uh the the yard sale like that driveway that's exactly looks exactly like it does in that part of that movie um and i was just like it's 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 toy story i get to live it i get to play toy story you get to be with woody and buzz even if they're not going to be probably voiced by you know that's fine Alan and Hanks. that's fine they'll be they'll be a that's probably they're too busy doing but toy he, story okay. four. here's the thing that would normally annoy me because I, on record, to I'm not sure if you probably heard me complain about it. I know a lot of people have heard me complain about it. In Kingdom Hearts 2, there is a Pirates of the Caribbean world. Right. Uh, obviously, they couldn't get the likes of Johnny Depp or Orlando Bloom or anyone to reprise those roles. Mm-hmm. So they kind of got sound likes And I didn't like it. Yeah. But And I wasn't sure why at first. But having seen this, I'm like, and I was like, well, they're not going to use the same voice actors. But I think I'm okay with it. And it's because, unlike Pirates, like... 
that's live action. Yeah, exactly. And it just looked weird seeing them as video game characters, but for Toy Story, like Woody and Buzz look perfect. And they've been in like there's been like cartoons and things like that where obviously they're not voiced by uh, Tom Hanks and, and um yeah Tim Allen. Isn't so. it like Toy Story tunes or is that different? Yeah, there's Toy Story tunes. There's I th- I don't know if they did the voices for those, but there was I, I'm pretty sure there was an actual Toy Story cartoon. There was a Buzz Lightyear Star Command cartoon. I remember that. Um, that was like actual like the character of Buzz Lightyear not being a toy, but actually like Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, and it was like his adventures through the universe. I think I remember that. Was that like like a Saturday morning yeah. cartoon show or something? Yeah. yeah. So and that, that definitely wasn't Tim Allen. I'm fairly certain. So um, it's happened in the past. I'm, I'm sure they've got people on 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 the record on the books that they can they can call up. That I mean, relatively similar. If we like, we should be like. Obviously, we don't know for sure that we sound alike. Like they might be able to get them. Like as you said, Toy Story Four is happening. Yeah, and mm. Kingdom Hearts Three is coming out in 2018. So they say. <laughs> yeah, that was the other bit of information. It's like coming in 2018. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll see that. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, At, if it does, it's like December 2018. Like the, as late as yeah, they can. December but it's 31st. definitely not. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a 2018 game, but hey, that's a whole different conversation. I think it's like March 2019. That's probably yeah, it. sounds about right. Yep. But Kyron, uh, there's also another part that I forgot. They go to a toy store, obviously. Cause they do. They do go to a toy store, Joel. And what happens in that toy store, which got me incredibly excited? They get they get to be in, in toy mechs. And like, they get to be in mechs. It becomes Kingdom Hearts Titanfall, and it looks awesome. It looks so good. <laughs> Oh my god! There's, so there's these mechs that you can jump in, and there's like, I, I, obviously, I, I'm assuming this is going to be very specific to this world, but I think it will. Yeah, be. like uh, so Kingdom Hearts games in the past have had like uh, world specific, like interactive parts, but never really on the level of a mech suit, which is thumbs up. Yes, please, more of that. Yeah. So uh, there's a there's a quote from Nomura here on this uh, article on Silicon Era. Uh, which is Galaxy Toys is going to be your primary stage where a lot of the action is going to be happening in this world. Because Sora, Donald, and Goofy are toys and and very small, the playing field is going to feel very large. We're also going to have multiple floors in each section, uh, and each section has its own personality, so to speak. Um, yeah, that sounds amazing. So he'll be uh, yeah. Sora will be looking for members of Organization Thirteen in the store. It's Thirteen, isn't it? Yes, it is 13, which is ah. in, a really interesting nugget because, like, I don't know, after Kingdom Hearts 2, as best we know, like, I mean, spin-off games since then have hinted at it and, like, you've had, like, Axel coming back and Dream Drop Distance and blah, blah, blah. But 13, we're done. Like, we we finished them off in Kingdom Hearts 2, but apparently not. Apparently, they're coming back. At least, like, the main guy whose name I forget uh, it starts with X, obviously. It's Xemnas? It might not be Xemnas. It could be this just... Is, this is all you, Kyron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I Xemnas, Xemnas, Jens, I don't, I don't know. Forget it. It doesn't matter. He's got silver hair. He's a bad guy. Sure. Yep. He looks sort of like a discount Sephiroth, really. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, so the, the reject but, shop Sephiroth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reject shop Sephiroth. Uh, the other big thing to take away from this interview that Nomura had was he talks about playable characters. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he drops a little a little nugget that there will be another playable character. Yes. Besides Sora. Didn't say who, so it could, we don't know. I I have a really bad feeling it's going to be someone... I don't know. If, 
it depends on what new means. I'm worried it'll be Roxas, and I'll be it's so Roxas furious. again. I don't, he says we. It would be tough to introduce many multiple playable characters, but there is an intention of adding a playable character aside from Sora. Unfortunately, we are not able to disclose who it is yet, but there will be another playable character. What about what about like Kyrie? Maybe. Or um... I could just I. The only reason I could see it being Rock is. Maybe not Roxas necessarily, but he's again Joel. We, we go on deep on the Kingdom Hearts here. Yep. He's um, who he came from. Like I was like, I think his name is Venetus or something like okay. that. Okay. From like Birth by Sleep, he's basically Roxas, but then Roxas loses his heart, etc. Blah 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 blah. It's a it's a <laughs> rabbit hole. I don't. I'm probably wrong. He looks like Roxas, so I and I think they're still like they're looking for him at the end of the demo that came with the HD collection on PS4 this year. Okay, so that could be who it is, uh, but or it could be a new character completely. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But the other thing as well on the playable character note is the party is expanding, Joel. Oh right, you'll be so in especially in Kingdom Hearts two. Like when you visit all those Disney worlds, and you want to have like each world has like a guest character. So you basically go, you look at Donald and Goofy and go, well, one of you guys is going. Yep, exactly. And it's probably going to be you, Donald, because all you do is waste MP and <laughs> giant asshole. Uh, but based on the stuff in the uh, footage for Toy Story, it looks like the party will be able to fit five. You'll be able to have Donald, Goofy, and Sora. And up, like, if, for Toy Story, for example, like, you have Woody and Buzz, so you've got five characters yes. with you. Yes. Which is, like, again... It just makes sense because can you imagine being told to choose between I could, or Buzz? I'd just like, be like, eject game. I don't. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> I'm not playing anymore. Like you would be like real life Andy. Yep. It's like who's your favorite? Yep. Pick only one. Why can't I have both of them? I want to take Why them both. I, both? I want to take them both to Pizza Planet, and then leave them there. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I. I you, you've gone on a deep dive on Kingdom Hearts. Don't make me go on a deep dive on Toy Story because I'll fucking I'll be here all night. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but Kyron, the gummy ship's coming back as well. The gummy ship. Oh, uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't hate the gummy ship. It, uh, if it's, if it's fun. If they good. stream, like, cause what I played of, of Kingdom Hearts, I did encounter the gummy ship in one. Um, it was much better in two. I will say that much. It's yeah. If they streamline it and make it a little less convoluted i guess i don't just, know yeah make it simpler and then just really stick to the star fox style and it'll be fine yeah exactly it was fun like once you got into it and you're like yeah, um, yeah. blast and stuff and the fact that you got to build it as well was kind of cool um yeah i never really got too deep in that because it was exactly tedious if they, <laughs> exactly so if they simplify that down and making like switching parts in and out fun like that i that'd be that'd be a lot of fun i could get behind that for sure that was shout uh Nomura also has basically said that the Switch version is a, a big old shoulder shrug. They want to focus on actually finishing the PS4 and Xbox One versions, which is fine. Probably a good thing, yeah. Maybe finish the game first. Yeah. Uh, and he's also not super super sold on the HD collections going to Xbox One either. Because oh. up until this point, they've only been on PlayStation. Yep. Even like Kingdom Hearts in general, apart from the spin-offs, have only really been on PlayStation. So Kingdom Hearts 3 will be the first Xbox One iteration. So people are like, hey, can we get the HD collections? And he's just like, eh, maybe. Look, that seems that seems a bit shitty. Like it does. Like I mean, I guess 
I guess it'll depend on how it sells on Xbox. Like if it doesn't, I hate that being like the the thing they used to to judge. But like if it doesn't sell well on Xbox, like I don't know, like. But here's the thing: it's not going to sell well on Xbox because people are going to look at it and go, oh, "It's the third in the series. I haven't played the first two. Oh, it's on PlayStation. I'm okay. not going to play it." I would have thought that, but like Witcher Three seemed to do pretty well on PS4. Actually, that's so. very true. That's very true. Actually, and with if by by the looks of it, this game seems to be going for much more modern, like the Pixar and animated Disney stuff. So there's a much better chance it'll it'll grab people's attention as well. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, look, well, I'm my my household will be getting it because my wife loves Kingdom Hearts. Um, it's one of the reasons why we started dating. She told me she loved playing Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts and Zelda were our two favorite games, and The Sims. But um, I know I'll be getting it because hang on, let me just Google when Kingdom Hearts Two came out. <clears throat> I think it's like it's thirteen just, years ago. It's it's a while ago, Joel. It is yeah. not. It is not a recent game. I think I heard someone say it was like 13 years ago or something. 11 years ago, maybe. <laughs> it's insane how long it's been. And it's just been like filled with like spin-offs and remasters and filler and blah, blah, blah. Yep. 2005. Oh boy. That's, yeah. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get Kingdom Hearts 3. I've only been waiting for a while. It's fine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's fine. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to check it out. <laughs> definitely going to check it out for sure. I mean, I'd be I'd be dumb not to to be able to walk around in that fucking Toy Story world. <laughs> oh boy, that gets that gets me so excited. Oh, but kind, you know what doesn't get me excited? What is that, Joel? What doesn't get you excited? Shitty party chat options. Oh. It's a bit of a stretch with that segue, but I'm gonna. Roll I mean, with it, so. I, we'll, we'll, we should just get straight into it. Like it does. Yeah. This is about obviously now that Splatoon Two is coming out. Well, it'll be out by the time this is released, but it comes out tomorrow morning for us. It's out now digitally. Mm-hmm. It means mm-hmm. that Nintendo Switch's online mobile phone app is also out because that is how you voice chat in Splatoon 2, if you didn't know. Mm. And what a shock, Joel. It's not great. It's pretty garbage, apparently. A lot of early reports have been not exactly selling it with, with no uh, how good it is. Ars Technic has a very big write-up about how the, a bunch of the issues they've had with it. The biggest one that sticks out to me, or I guess one of the two biggest things, is yep. despite being necessary for voice chat, so like if you want to talk to your friends in Splatoon 2 and you don't want to be using Discord or Skype or like party chat on PS4 or Xbox, mm-hmm. you have to use this. Uh, but if it goes into standby or if your screen switches off the power save, Yep. <laughs> you're you're out. You're out of that voice room. You've got to go back in. Your well, phone even, has to be on. It's and not even if it goes to like ju- just a standby or anything like that. If yeah, you no. get a phone call or a text yep. message or a notification. If you, if you like mo- like go out of the app to look at another page, you're out. Yep. That's dumb. <sighs> it is so dumb. It's I wanted to believe that they were gonna get this not right, but at least okay, like functional. I'll be honest, I get the angle. I do get the angle because, especially because the Switch is designed to be handheld. Like, yeah. Like, you don't want to have like a big headset as you're sitting, like maybe playing online at an airport or something. You just don't was, want that. It was a smart idea because everyone's got a smartphone and you usually take it with you when you're traveling. Yeah. So if you're taking your Switch with you, it makes sense. And for, the, for Nintendo to try and make their own version of Discord or Skype or whatever... Like, that seems like a good idea on paper, 
but if it works, <laughs> it, it it's just Nintendo's track record with online stuff just continues to not be very good. Um, and look, we're both very big Nintendo fans. We will be the absolutely. first to say that one hundred percent. I am getting Splatoon two tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. In like six hours time, maybe. Oh, actually, a bit longer than that. In, in some hours time from now. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm one hundred percent getting it, and I love I love my Switch. I fucking adore it. I do not regret my decision to buy one whatsoever. Um, I've had a lot of great times with it. I've, I've, a lot of great experiences taking it with me. I'm looking forward to taking it with me to Japan when I'm like, you know, being able to play Mario Odyssey on the plane. It's going to be great. Um, but I will be one of the first to acknowledge that Nintendo just doesn't get online. They still they don't. don't understand it yet. And this is even with the help of, um, I think it's, is it DNA? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. D- I'm pretty yeah, sure. DNA, yeah, it's... I'm pretty sure they're helping him with the online infrastructure stuff, and it's just this isn't too. what people want. No, I can boot up my PS4. I can start a party chat. Yep. I can invite my friends on my friend list up to eight, and we can just talk playing any game. That's yep. the other thing about this. Like, if you want to talk to someone, you've got to be playing the same game. Exactly. Yep. And they've got to be playing that game as well. You've got to be in that that game in that same game lobby, and. Uh... Yeah, so I, I guess what we're trying to get at here is that we're probably going to be using Discord or Party Chat to do yeah, more than likely Party Chat. Yeah, I mean, if if we're out, I think I'm going to actually download a Discord app for my phone. Yeah, I should probably and, download um, it too. <laughs> and get it sort of organized because... We say as we use Discord right now. Yeah, exactly, that's what I mean. We're, we're using Discord right now to record this, so... Um, and I quite like it, actually. I do mm. enjoy Discord. Um, I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> so, it could because it works... It um, does. It works, which I don't like. Reading all the stuff that's come out about this, like, and not, even all the jokes, Joel, the jokes that I laugh at, and oh. then sort of cry a little inside when they're like, "Just got my switch ready to go," and it's just a picture of cables as a joke, and you're like, "That's it's and sad so, because that's what it is. It's just cables." It's like a Game Boy Advance, and yeah, it's it's. Oh, so Nintendo, please come on. Come I think on. we went over the basic setup when this was first revealed, back when the Splatoon 2 headset came out. Yeah. But it's also worth mentioning that if you want to be hearing the game audio and the, vo- the like the voice chat, like you need like one of those little splitters they've got, which again is like, what the hell? There's another like peripheral like thing that you need to do something that other, like, you know, other consoles do off the again, fly. My PS4, I can actually on the fly with a slider control whether I'm listening to like my giving priority to party chat or priority to the game audio. I'm and pretty sure the, PS, the PS3 and the Xbox 360 did the same thing as well. It's not oh, just I like it's a, it's a next-gen console PS3. thing. Oh. PS3's voice chat was not great. Yeah, there was no party chat there either as well. So. No. But then again, that was true. like, that was fine. That was, the, that was when Xbox had the best. Exactly, you know. So it is possible on older tech as well, as well, I guess yeah. I'm trying to get at. So exactly. It's not like it's a, oh, but the Switch isn't as, as, you know, as the PS4 and the Xbox One. No, it's no excuse. It's not hard. Like, mobile phones can do it. Fucking. And the thing is, though, other Nintendo consoles have had some sort of, like, weird version of it, but, like, I, voice chat I functions. I participated in voice chat in on the DS with Mario Kart and Metroid Prime yep. Hunters in, in the day, back in the day. I'll never forget when Ben messaged me and said, "Hey, I need to trade this Pokemon so I can oh, evolve Pokemon. it." Can you can you trade with me? I'm like, "Yeah, cool." And he got on. He's like, "Oh, so I booted it up, 
connected with him and he's like oh make sure you got he messaged me he's like make sure you got your volume turned up and i was like all right maybe it plays like a cool sound when i turn it up <laughs> i turn it up and then next minute is here hey man how you going coming from my ds and i freaked the fuck out <laughs> and yeah ben was talking to me because i didn't realize that there was voice chat while you were trading pokemon yeah. I'm like, that's awesome but and i i absolutely believe that the switch is capable of it which oh, then 100%. brings me to my, to my to my next question joel do we think this is another casualty in the, in the Switch potentially being pushed out earlier than it was meant to go out? I 100% think that, yeah. Like, I mean, I love my Switch, but look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing in the way of apps. Japan just got, like, Nico Nico yep. video app. Yeah. But it's, no sign of anything oh, else. It, 100%. They wanted, to, they wanted it out for Zelda. That's what they wanted it for. I mean... If, I think they, I mean, they needed it out. Like, oh, the Wii U was absolutely. dead, and they needed to make money. You no, know, it wasn't the thing. They were still making relatively good money off the 3DS. If you took Zelda out of the equation, if Zelda wasn't a franchise that existed, or that game didn't exist at that in this present time, um, the, the Wii U would have died. The Switch, we still wouldn't have the Switch. It would be coming out next year when it was supposed to. And I don't know, I, that's, I, I honestly think that, that that's... We're, we're, I mean, we're, the 3DS was making bank, but investors especially nintendo's investors are always wanting more and like usually they've got a home console that's doing okay like the the wii was popular and the ds were popular they, they were both popular mm-hmm. but the wii u man it just it, it just a, never did yeah. anything and i think they just they were like just can it because you can see like where the games that are interesting like from nintendo stop coming out yeah and you get like the filler stuff and now look at Switch, like we're getting like a game a month. Yeah, and like solid games as well. And and, and then yeah. like that's not even counting all like the indie stuff that's on there. That some yeah. of which is like exclusive to the platform as well. So there's some good indie mm, stuff. On absolutely. Switch. Well, it, it might not be like you know exclusive, but like it's exclusive to consoles, like things like Gone Out. I don't think that that's not on PS4 or Xbox One. I haven't seen it's, it on PS4 it's on, yet. It's on PC. It came out on PC last year, and it's on Switch now. Um, things like Blaster Master Zero, which is you know, it's a it's a Nintendo. I love it in old school Nintendo games, and it's only on the Switch. Um, and there's that other one that came out the other week that's got what's his face from Mario Number Nine in it as well. Gunvolt. Oh, something. Mighty is a Mighty Gunvolt Striker, I think. Something like that. I, it looks good yeah, as well. Yeah, because I played a Zero Gunvolt Striker on 3DS. I bought and that was a really that was a really fun game. It, it was like Mega Man. So. Um, yeah, all this other, there's, there's all this really great stuff. We are getting good things for it. But here's the other big question, Karen. Do you think this is what the the party chat and voice chat system is going to be like permanently? Because at this moment... Oh, man. Because at this moment, we only need it for Splatoon. Splatoon is the only game that is being supported by yes. this. So they obviously needed to have that ready to go for Splatoon's launch. So do you think they're going to fix it before, you know, say we start paying for this service paying yeah honestly if we're paying money for this service i this is not gonna fly with me mm. like well i mean the, the, we've also got the i mean we just don't know much about it but we've also got the bonus of the the virtual console nintendo classics library or whatever they call it yes yeah we, we do that, that's worth that's worth the 30 dollars a year alone like i think oh yeah it's just but yeah man the wii u had a headset exactly <laughs> It's, yeah. I want to believe that, like, next year when online launches and, like, we get the actual Switch, that maybe there'll be something cooked into the actual system. Because I'm sure it's capable of it. Like, it's got the headphone jack where I'm pretty sure you that people have done or it's, like, listed as being microphone compatible. 
and it's got USB ports on the dock. See, I'm okay with it still being through the app. I just... I'm, like, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I don't think I'm, I am. I'm okay with it. I, that's functional, and it makes sense. Like, it does make sense. Does it? It does. It just... The way that they've implemented it in the fact that you can't multitask with it, you need to have it always on, it's and it's Joel, only specifically for that game, and yeah. I I don't want to buy any, like, another sort of headset. I already have a headset for my PlayStation that I use, and I don't need another one. Yeah. And it's USB into my PlayStation, like... Does your headset have, like, a 3.5mm jack, though? No, it's USB. So it's only just USB? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. My, my Turtle Beach ones, which I fucking destroyed tonight. Um, nice yeah, one. good work. Uh, that has both, because I think it used, you could use it for... Um, back when using it with the PS3, because it's a PS3 one, but it works on the PS4. Um, it had, like, its own cables that you would use to plug into... It was, like, a USB to power it, and then 3.5mm in. Um, but now I just use it via... Well, I'd used it via USB, um, but it also has that 3.5mm yeah. jack on it. So... I don't know. I, like I, I mean, I, I'd be. I could learn to live with the app. I don't. And again, this is as much as I love Nintendo. I honestly don't see myself playing many high level competitive games that need voice chat. We'll probably just be in party chat the whole time true. on yeah. PlayStation. Um, and because we're not going to be playing but it on the go. I'd like the option. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. I I hope. I hope. I hope. And look, Nintendo's been ticking some boxes this year so far. Like, in my book, anyway. They have been for games, but software and, like, like extra features on the Switch have been kind of bare bones. Again, mm-hmm. if it did, in fact, come out early, which I, I think most people have basically concluded that it did. Yeah. Like, I think, like, come next year, we'll have the Switch will be a, a lot more finished. Yeah. And hopefully that means... I won't need to faff about with a mobile phone app that doesn't even work properly. Yeah, I think that the fact that they've put this much time and effort into the app, though, is not a good sign for it's that. Not, it's really not a good sign. It's not a good sign for me voice chatting on Switch. That's I don't sure. think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be next year. If if they do it at all, it'll be a couple of years time. Once they've let that app breathe. Um, well, on the bright side, Splatoon 2 is not exactly a complex game, so... No, no. It's just more so, like, you know, it's still good to communicate and things like that in a, in a team-based game, but it's not paramount. It's not as it's not as paramount as something like Overwatch or... How, how long are matches in Splatoon? Like, two minutes? Three minutes? Yeah, maybe. They're, they're, not, they're not super like long, five minutes, so... Yeah. Oh, boy. But, I mean, we'll give it a go tomorrow, I guess, Karen. I don't have a headset for my phone, I, I don't either, so but I I'll try doing something. I'll, I'll just use the fucking speaker on my phone. I don't know. All right. I'll have a party invite on my PS4 ready yeah, for you when fun. it doesn't work. I, I feel like we should at least give it a go just to see how good I mean, we'll is. probably use it to like set up a room to play multiplayer. Oh, yeah. And that's how you do that maybe, but yeah. yeah. Oh, eh. <laughs> oh, boy. It sucks. It's, it, it bums me out because I am excited for Splatoon 2. I'm not excited for the voice chat stuff. Yeah. No. Yes, and yeah, I agree. But uh, we had some uh, other announcements that happened uh, last night, I believe. Yeah, it was like 1am, mm. I think, our time. The video got tweeted yeah, out. Yeah, so Telltale put up a Summer Games... A, a Summer 2017 update. 2018. That's 2017, 2017, but the, most oh, of the games they yeah. reference are going to be in 2018. 
the two main, two of the main ones. Um, the two big ones. Yeah, exactly. Two of the three big ones. So basically, they they confirmed that uh, second season of Batman is coming, which is called Batman: The Enemy Within. Uh, and not only is it coming, it's coming. The first episode is coming out on the eighth of August. So that's like three weeks away. You know what that means, Joel? Garbage, garbage, garbage engine. Probably no new engine. Mm. Now, I I do feel bad because I know there's been a lot of stuff on Twitter recently about where people are going, why are people even talking about video game engines? And yeah, normally it doesn't matter, but I really feel like the Telltale engine needs to be redone. It's so dated. And I get, like, from a from a shitty business point, money-making stand. Oh, yeah, you, they still sell. I, yeah, they sell, and they also run on fucking everything. Like, yeah. they run on smartphones, they run on fucking everything. Like, you can buy these games even, on everything. Even if PS4, like, you'll get, like, weird audio bugs mm-hmm. where people are saying dialogue but nothing comes out of yep. their mouth or subtitles are mismatched. And, and not to mention, like, garbage frame, rate frame rates. Yeah, and like, yeah. Um, and they always occur in those fucking quick, uh, quick time events as well. The QTEs, mm. yeah, which mess you yep. up. Um, But yeah, so I only played the first episode of Batman, what was the name? What was the subtitle? It was just Batman the Telltale. Series, it was just it? it was just Telltale's mm-hmm. Batman. Yeah. Um, I only played the first episode. I really liked it. I didn't get around to finishing the season. Just I I didn't buy the rest of the season. I only bought the first episode. Um, I'm just it's really good. I want to play it. I'm just I'm so burnt out on Telltale games at the moment. I think that's fair. Um, like okay, so for me, it it, it I had just had a big break. Like before like playing Batman. I hadn't played one, I think, since like Game of Thrones, maybe. I see. I went back and played. I finally finished Tales from the Borderlands. So I'm glad I did because it's so good. Like, and that's the thing. I love these stories and I like, I like shaping my own narrative through them. Um, whether or not it's an illusion of choice or not, I still enjoy that illusion of choice. Um, so I, I, I want to be able to play through these, but I just haven't. Um, but yeah, basically it's, uh, so the Telltale have a quote about it saying, uh, in this latest chapter, both Bruce Wayne and Batman will be forced into precarious new roles. The Riddler has returned to terrorize Gotham City, but his gruesome puzzles merely foreshadow an even greater crisis. With the arrival of a ruthless federal, federal agent and the return of a still nascent Joker, uh, Batman must navigate uneasy alliances <laughs> with Bruce Wayne. Uh, while Bruce Wayne undertakes a perilous series of deceptions, which so yes, which of Batman's new allies will you choose to trust, and how deep into the darkness will you let Bruce descend? It's funny because, like, um, I mean, it, it's sort of I, I don't, I guess the Joker thing isn't a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> I, but like, I think from what I what I heard that like at the end of the first one, it's like he's he's starting to become the Joker. You meet. You meet John Doe, who yeah, who is basically yep. the Joker, so that's fine. But uh, so the thing that interests me most about this, and why I will probably look into it when it's finished, is I kind of enjoyed the little twist on Batman's origin story they put into the into season one. Yeah, which uh, I don't want to spoil it because I'm okay. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But it it was interesting, and it made me sort of reevaluate what I know of Bruce Wayne and Batman, which was well, interesting. It's something I haven't done in a even, while. Even playing that first episode, just being able to sort of make make it your Bruce Wayne and your Batman, that, that you yeah. know, you can make him like a, he doesn't give a fuck and he's tough as nails and he doesn't listen to anyone and he 
choose first, ask questions later sort of thing. Or you can be much more cautious, think with his heart on his sleeve sort of. Um, and I like that. That's really cool. And you sort of get the same option with Batman as well, which is yeah, neat. exactly. So it's um, it's it's an interesting character that they chose to do that that tells our series, and it seemed like the most like fleshed out, uh, like even if it still was a slight illusion of choice, but like you know, illusion of choice. But this didn't seem like it from what I've heard from um from uh, our friend Ben who played the whole season, and he as well. He said that there were parts where he did something and then he heard someone else talking about it and they were talking about the same point that he went through and something completely different happened. So I actually haven't talked to him about how his playthrough went. Yeah. I'd be curious to find out how different mine was. Yeah, he said that there was. That he's adamant that he heard someone talking about a part and he's like, that never happened for me. I never encountered that entire whole thing. I went somewhere else. Which is interesting. I was like, that's really cool. Um, but uh, that's not the only thing they talked about. So... Obviously, yes, Batman is coming out. It's on the first episode. First episode of season two is coming out on August eighth. Ah, uh, but they decided to talk about two more things uh, coming in twenty eighteen. First of which is The Walking Dead. Now, before you all groan and roll your eyes and move on, this is Walking Dead: The Telltale Series, the final season. Final. So, season four is going to be the final season. Uh, it's going to be Clementine. Surprise, surprise. You're going to play as her, and it's going to presumably wrap up her story. Um, so we can all imagine how that's going to end. I mean, death is oh, an option. It's definitely it's going to be, be an option be, for sure. It has to be. It has to be. I don't think, it, I don't think it's going to be only one, but it's, it's definitely one It's on one the table. Them. It's well and truly on the table. Um, but yeah, so there was a, a sort of... I, I only skimmed through the video last night. I didn't want to watch it all. Um, but it's... I mean, I from what I saw, they basically talk about how much they've enjoyed working yeah. on the series and like how much of a character, like how much fun they've had enjoying Clementine as a character and helping her develop and what she's been through. Yeah, but it, yeah, and I agree with them. But it's time to move on. I only played season one. Yeah, so did I. I. Played, I've got season. I've got season two to play. Yeah, me too. I haven't, and season three is like a well. One day, yeah, may, may, maybe, maybe, <laughs> yeah. I really like season one, and I, I, I do, do have a, a sort of attachment to the Walking Dead universe. Like, it has some interesting stories to yeah. tell, but it's never got around to season two. Or uh, three. And look for for all all the jankiness aside, uh, like they were th- th- that first season, especially is is important. I mean, like nowadays we have these sort of like you know narrative visual novel esque, um sort of uh, story-driven games, like narrative-driven games. They, they, there's so many of them. And some of them are good, some of them are bad. But, I mean, when Season 1 of Telltale came out, of, uh, of Walking Dead came out, there was really nothing else quite like it, apart from maybe, like, the Japanese visual novel scene, um, which is a different beast altogether. Yeah, because so. yeah, they were all just... That's just exactly. text, really. This is, like... Uh, like essentially like a TV show sort of idea that you control exactly and, and, and the fact that it, insane, it was one of the first things that was sort of episodic as well the, 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 and yep, and now well, one of the early ones that was sort of at the forefront of it I think it sort of it sort of brought it back yeah exactly I guess um, in, a, in a for better or worse yeah because I mean again that's another that's another trend that we see now is this episodic thing and again sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad um, but yeah so it's good that they're tr- they're acknowledging the fact that it's like, all right, we need, we can't go on with this forever. And I think, I think the Walking Dead fatigue 
uh, in terms of Telltale series games is starting to set in a little bit. I think that they picked up on that. Um, and yeah, Clementine's time is almost in the spotlight. Is almost done. Again, it's it's fine. Like this will be like our fourth season of Walking Dead, and so many of the other series I want to see more yep. of. Like, yeah, son, son of a rapper. But speaking of other series that fans have wanted to see more of, the second twenty eighteen <laughs> game that they talked about is The Wolf Among Us season two. Uh, hotly anticipated from a lot of people, a lot of people we know as well. I played the first episode of again, continuing my trend of of uh of the Telltale games. I played the first episode of, of a season one of uh, Wolf Among Us and it is very good. Um, Wolf Among Us is one of those games where like I played the first episode and it didn't really grab me, but I had the season pass because I bought like a Telltale. Yeah, bundle. same. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'll see it through to the end. And by the end, I loved yeah. it. It's one of my favorite Telltale yeah, games. Yeah, I, I need to, I think, I, well, I've got that Telltale bundle as well. I should go and download it for my PS4. It's in that, isn't it? Uh-huh. Oh, Sweet. Yes, cool. Definitely do it. It's it's awesome. Worth it. I might awesome. I might download that and, and play through it because it's cool. Like the the whole idea of the fables universe is really interesting as it is. Um, sort of like noir fairy tale world. Um, and yeah, like I said, the first episode I played was really cool. It's really interesting. I just never got around to going back and finishing the rest of it. So um, yeah, it's uh. Not a lot of details about it. Uh, the way they revealed it was pretty funny. I did watch that. They basically did their version of Mean Tweets, uh, where they had like the voice actors and the creators of the series uh, of, of Wolf Among Us Walk, uh, Season 1 uh, read out tweets from fans. It was basically like, where the fuck is Season 2? Um, which is pretty funny. But Yeah. Yeah. Big B, the Bigby Wolf voice actor just nailed his Oh, yeah, right? So he, he, he just snapped into it. And you're like... Yep, all right, cool, I'm listening. Um, so, obviously, there's a lot of people out there that are very excited. I think the internet is very, very excited. I know for a fact that Josh from OK Games was on a Telltale Games ban. He was boycotting Telltale Games and to, oh, really? until Wolf Among Us Season 2 got or came out, I think you said. I don't know if it was whether it got announced or came out, but he was... Well, Telltale will be very happy. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you've got a lot of work to catch up in, Josh. Um, <laughs> uh, do you reckon that ban will work if we do it for like Tales from a Borderlands season two or Game of Thrones season maybe, two or something maybe. like that? Or is, is it only, is it like Josh exclusive? Yeah, it maybe maybe it's like a one time only deal. Yeah, damn it, <sighs> it's worth it though. Like for Wolf, like for this, like well, exa- and also too, like you know, the fact that they are doing the Wolf Among Us two means that things like Game of Thrones two, a season two, and and Tales from the Borderlands two are not completely off the table yet especially with uh with walking dead wrapping up yeah exactly like you know they've got another spot in there to uh to fill i guess it's being it's probably issue... being filled by minecraft because they're gonna fucking milk that cash yeah down. when you just get season two of that started mm-hmm. up and yep that's just the first episode doubt came out this week last week uh, i played season one of minecraft and it was okay yep. it was that's, okay i never really had any inkling to play it like i was like yeah okay I'll be honest, I did it for Platinum. Yeah, I, I, the the thing that was more, like dragging me towards the slide was Pat Oswald because I quite like him. Yeah, um, he was good. Like, and it was it was enjoyable, and it had some some fun twists and turns. But I I feel bad whenever I, I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, but but Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, 
even though it was a different game, still being in that world, I'm like, man, I'm burnt out on Minecraft. I know, right? It's, yeah. It's, uh, Minecraft is it's hard to escape these days. It's just everywhere. Yeah. But yeah, so there's some interesting tidbits that came out of Telltale HQ this week. Uh, I'm sure we're going to get a whole bunch more announcements over this weekend, not just with video games, but uh, movies and things as well at Comic-Con. Who knows what's going to happen there? It's a bit of a wild card event. Anything oh. could happen. So, like I said, my bank account is already oh, sad. Yeah, so that's. I guess is let's do what you got to do, like Comic Con, and just let's move not on. bring up those figures again. Um, cool. All right, let's move on to some questions then. I reckon. I reckon we got some some sneaky questions that are actually from they last are, week. Joel. Yes, they, they were posted <laughs> after we recorded the episode, but um, yes. First of all, from Sean, Sean Kirkpatrick, our wonderful, wonderful friend and uh, designer of all our graphics and things. You can have a look at his artwork on uh, Shawnee Boy Draws on Instagram. Uh, he's an amazing person and an amazing artist, so you should check him out. Uh, but he asks us, what gaming property would you be interested in seeing switch hands to another developer? Hmm... It's it's one of those questions, Joel, where like you think you've got an answer, and then you then you think about it more. You're like, no, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I'd like to see even something that's impossible. Yep. Like maybe, for example, the uh, rip in peace <laughs> factor five mm. getting a stab at like a, a Star Fox game would have been yeah. great. Yeah. But you know, rip in piece factor five. Thanks, Sony. Yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> I would like, uh, I would like someone to pick up the mantle for Eternal Darkness. Oh yeah, which developer would you? I'm just trying to though? think. Like, not, Who would I give it to? No offense. No offense is not a great deal of like. I mean, it's a lot of up and coming like survival horror stuff coming from indies, which is yeah. Exciting. The, uh, who would I give it to? Somehow try and convince. Kojima. That's what. That's the obvious choice, isn't it? Yeah, Kojima Productions. Because like, so much of that game is just breaking the fourth wall. Yep. I think Kojima would have a ridiculous amount of fun yep. with it. Chuck it in the, the the Decima engine. Get it. Get it up and running on that. <laughs> yeah, give me that shit. Um, is it is it cheating to say that I would like to see uh, Kojima have another run at Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Different developers. Technically, that's that. Yeah, I agree. That's fine. I would. He is a new Kojima production. I would also like to see that, Karen. That would be fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think of some older franchises and things like that. I mean, I I will I will say it every time this question comes up, and I know it's like one of those those answers where some people are like, "Oh, but that's the lazy answer." I I I want to I want to from Software Castlevania. Oh, that's a good one. It's just it's always there in the back of my head going. After playing Bloodborne, especially, just going, oh man, a Castlevania from FromSoft. Yeah. yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that'd be really fun. Like, imagine that sort of gameplay and just like exploring Dracula's castle and defeating all horrible manners of monstrosities that the Castlevania series has. Maybe in it. making it a little less like um, vague with its storytelling. Maybe a little bit more straightforward. Um, but not so. Not so maybe, much. Just I mean, make it pretty like. More accessible, I guess. Slightly more accessible. I mean, Bloodborne was definitely yeah, a lot more straightforward exactly. than previous from software. I agree. Games. I think it was, it's a lot more streamlined. It's a lot more easy to pick up and understand, sort of what's going on. Um, 
But yeah. Oh, what else have we got? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of anything like else big that sort of sticks out. Mm. Um. It, it almost feels like I, I should just be, like, reaching into my barrel of dead franchises and, like, handing yeah, them out right. because that's, that's what I want, exactly really. That. Like, Who can revive these franchises? I want someone to have a run at Silent Hill. I want like, maybe someone to have a run at Burnout. It'd be great if we somehow got a Dead Space oh, back. Oh, yeah. Turok Dinosaur Hunter yeah, would be fun. Yeah, all right. I don't know who I don't know which developers should have this, but someone. Who will we, uh, Dead Space is a good one. Who will we give Dead Space to? If I was being lazy, I would say just give it to Tango yeah, from Bethesda. Yeah. Like, because even within Overshoulder, Survival Horror, you know, Dead Space is practically Resident Evil 4. Shinji Mikami made Resident Evil 4. Yeah. So, you know, that, that makes the most sense. That's true. But I don't know. Like, I, would, I wouldn't be opposed to, like, maybe a scaled back sort of more, not really necessarily independent, but definitely scaled back one by maybe um, Frictional. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's not a bad idea. I, I would like to see Frictional have a run at like any sort of big name horror IP, even Silent Hill. Like I think, I think that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See them do something like maybe sort of slightly more sci-fi. I guess. Was so- yeah, Soma, I mean, because like yeah. so- Soma was like was sort of based on the setting. Again, I don't want to spoil yeah, too much. Yeah, but uh, it's a very interesting game to play, and definitely ridiculously different when compared to Amnesia, the Doctor Right. Sense. So I would be open to something. Yeah, that'd like be that. cool. It does just feel like reaching into a barrel, like dead. Yeah, I know. Like, Please, like, someone revive this for me. Uh, bring it back. Oh, what about Crash Bandicoot, oh. Joel? I, I give it to the bin. Oh, oh! I, shots fire. I don't give a fuck. Like I honestly don't. Crash Bandicoot, Joel. Three weeks in a row, top of Look, the Australian if charts. If you like Crash Bandicoot, which clearly a lot of people <laughs> do, that is fine. I don't get it. I'll be honest. I. I don't understand it. That was it's fine. That was bait, and you took I it. Did. I'm, I'm yeah, happy no, it's now. Fine. I'm satisfied. Yeah, you, I fucking you fish hooked me that one. Um, no, honestly <laughs> though, like you know, if you like it, that's fine. I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking stand on my soapbox and say you're shit. Per- you're a shit person or anything like that because you're not. No, you're just saying about Crash exactly, Bandicoot. Exactly. Yeah, he is a shit Bandicoot. <laughs> he's, he's, a shit, he's a shit mascot. Um, well, I mean, there are worse ones. Like there are so many worse ones. Yeah, Joel. I suppose that's true. Joel, Bubsy. Fuck off, Bubsy's awesome. No, I always fight not. for Bubsy. Oh, Joel, you're going to eat those words in that when that Bubsy I'm game gonna comes play out. I want to play the shit out of it. I'm oh, going to make God. time to play that because I fucking love Bubsy. I have good memories of Bubsy. All right, All right man. Yeah. Right. I, I am, Who would you give Bubsy to? Who would to? I give Bubsy to? Oh, I'd give Bubsy to Retro. How dare yep. you? After seeing what they did with Donkey Kong, fucking yes. Retro Studios, Bubsy game. Yes, give it to me. I'll play the shit out of that. <laughs> oh, retro deserved that's, better. That's payback for the, the Crash Bandicoot fucking bait. That's, that's fair. That hurt. That hurt a lot. Uh, retro deserve to make their own glorious To new be weapon. fair, it was part joke, part realist. Like, I was like, actually, no, I'd kind of want to play that, but... I mean, I, I'm honestly mostly just glad you didn't say someone like Nintendo's EAD or something like that. That would that would have hurt. No, a lot more. no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. They're they're busy. They're they're making they're making Metro Prime Four. Oh, we don't know. We 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 someone, know someone, someone inside someone in Nintendo is making Metro Prime Four. 
it could be a Tetsuya Nomura situation where it's just like Tanabe going, hey, look, guys, Samus. <laughs> All right, Kyron, we give the Smash Brothers franchise and we give it to Arc System Works. Oh, God, there yes. Go. There's, there's one. Sign me there's up. There's one there. Get, take nearly any, anything that's got fighting in it and give yeah, it to them. Yeah, pretty much. Just like anything that's got like third person, like uh, fast-paced combat and give it to Platinum Games. Like just looking at like Dragon Ball fighters, just give them stuff. Just start throwing IPs at them. But like, could this work as a fighting game? Maybe give it to yeah, Ark, see, see if it works, and I, it'll it, work. It will work. Yeah, they put it with whatever like like fucking gypsy magic that they use. And fucking makes things happen. That's the. I'm trying to think if there's ever been like a good mech game. Developer. I was trying to think of like think a good like, mech game developer because <laughs> I want to. I want to throw even going at someone. Ooh. It's not a video game property. Who made? It has had games. Who made like Mech Warrior <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh, that's a question. Or actually, even you know what the the Mech stuff in Titanfall Two was pretty good. Give it to Respawn. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't really like gel with Evangelion. Yeah, that's really true. I cheated by going out of out of gaming. No, it's fine. I thought about it, but then I didn't. I was, I was like, there's a pretty. I haven't played it. I've only seen a YouTube video of it being played, but it was a pretty weird and sort of cool, uh, like, sort of Smash Brothers-esque Evangelion fighting game that Japan got. And it looks so dumb that I want more of it. (laughs) That that sounds dumb, but it also sounds fucking amazing. It's it's so weird to watch, and I'm just like, more, please? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cool. Well, thank you, Sean, for your question. That was very lovely of you. We appreciate it. I would and, I would give uh, Metroid to Mercury Steam with Nintendo overlooking. <laughs> oh really? No, yeah, it never happened. No, never, no, never happened. All right, fair enough. No, it'll True. Never Another Metroid keep game, dreaming, impossible. Man. Keep keep dreaming. Should yeah. we get, uh, Metroid to Team Ninja then? <laughs> oh, car, it still hurts. It still hurts. <laughs> that one's that. That's a deep cut still. Um, our next question, our final question, comes from our good friend Steve Tonky Tonkin. Um, DJ Extraordinaire, go and check out Tonky on Facebook. He is a very, 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 very super awesomely talented DJ and producer. He makes some amazing music. Um, and he's also a freak behind the decks, if that is your thing. Um, go and check him out. Send him some love, because he's done the same to us. And he simply says, Pokemon Snap on Switch. Discuss. Yes. I like it. It's like this is it's not so much a question as it is a discussion topic. It's like, and the, like it's yeah. yes, yes, Pokemon Snap, please, one hundred percent. Yeah, make it like, longer. Make it longer than an hour and a half. Make it an open world game. Yes. Oh god, yes. Open world, like exploring, and like you could even include like the uh, the gyro that the Switch has. Oh yeah, exactly. The camera. I mean, it, it's already used in things like Zelda and Splatoon yeah. too. Like, it, but, like it doing works. it works. Like doing it with a camera to like get a better angle on a Pokemon, like mm-hmm. like come on, like just just do it, Nintendo, just do it. They did Are you it. scared of money? They did it a little bit in fucking Sun and Moon. I know, and I don't want to get my hopes up and go. Maybe they were just sort of sort of checking. Like, they maybe they're sure. like, hey, who who's interested in Pokemon set? Let's put like a like a sort of photo mechanic in our look in our three DS game. Look, if they were doing that, then they're obviously blind and and deaf because. They would. They just have to look at the internet, and if they mention the words "Pokemon Snap" come out of like an official, like a Nintendo source, people would fucking lose their minds. Um, 
but yeah, I think it'd be a perfect fit for it. It's a, it'd be a great handheld one to play. Um, even like have like a two player co-op, like split screen co-op mode and you can use the joy cons. Like I can even think of a really, really cringy, awful, like, oh. like, cause if the switch is a handheld, you could even have some, oh, come on, I'm going to suggest this. <laughs> At like an augmented reality mode. Oh, of course. About. Oh, I, I don't like the idea of it. No. But it, you could you could pack it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if they did like a like Pokemon Go, but like Pokemon Snap. So instead of like you're out in the wild and you're like doing augmented reality that way. I know it's not on the Switch, but like, you know, doing like a mobile version of it. I mean, I mean Pokemon Go nearly has it. Like, not That's quite. That's true. But... Yeah, you, yeah. I guess you can take photos of them and. People. That was that was yeah, hilarious man. for like a month and a half when it first came out. With like There's some weed, pretty funny ones, John. Weedles <laughs> coming out of people's crutches, like that was always, that was always a classic. Um, or no, the Diglett. Ditch. Sorry, the Diglett coming yeah. out. Of, yeah, that was always fun. Um, yeah, no, I think it's, it's it'd be perfect, 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 perfect. I have to. I do have to wonder a bit, Joel, and I and I don't want to be like the negative voice on this, but would it sell? Like, I know we have the expectation that people would be excited by it, but would it sell? Well, look, it's, I mean, it's pretty obvious that nostalgia sells these in this day and age. Yeah, you just got to look at things like the NES classic and any SNES classic and anything that's related to only 90s kids will remember this. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Hey man, Cheese TV is still cool. They're making a comeback. I know, I know, but like, I fucking hate that shit on Facebook where people are just like, yeah. if you're a real 90s kid, you'll remember this obscure thing. And it's like, it's not even obscure. Like, and it's. Yeah, I know. It's like, like it's, it's a Nintendo. Yeah, it's like, yeah, fucking, you're an idiot. I hate that shit. But, um, nostalgia is widely successful and very profitable in this day and age. So, I, I mean, a lot of people have fond memories. A lot of people who've played any Nintendo franchise or the Pokemon in the Pokemon series have probably played Pokemon Snap at some point. Yeah, um, I could see it working as sort of like a maybe not a like a a triple A Nintendo Switch game. Maybe like a smaller indie, not indie, I guess, but a digital game, like a like a double A game, maybe. Yeah, yeah, a double A game. Yeah, yeah. Which is now a thing, apparently. Hang on. So, stick with me on this one. I know that arcades are dying. N- not so much in Japan, though. Imagine, like, an arcade Pokemon a, Snap. A li- a, like a light gun game with a, the light gun as a camera. Yeah. Like... Do it. Make it, make it so. Yeah. Like, how cool would that be? And it, that, that would be rad. It, it, that suits the fact that you don't have to make much game. Because <laughs> arcade games don't have to have much to them because they're obviously made to make money. Um, yeah, like... Make it like in a have like when I, I remember playing a it was like a cabinet game where you actually sat in like a car it was like a jungle one and it was on a swivel oh like yeah spe- I've seen a specific before. version of that yeah it was in it was in the Gold Coast and that specific uh at that specific venue they had a, a very specific version of that game that would the actual whole car would spin around so it would you could spin around and shoot stuff behind you at certain points in the so it almost became like a ride. So yeah, make it like a kind of, I don't know, like a VR-esque ride. I mean, I mean, they've just put Mario Kart in VR. So There's an argument for it. Like when you look at the original Pokemon Snap, you are on rails in a little buggy, so it could, it exactly. could be done. It makes sense and make it like more of like a, a, an experience than just a game. True. Yeah. But I mean, to, to answer the question or your discussion you, topic. To, got, yes. Yes, one hundred percent. We we want it. Everyone want wants snap it. Snap on Switch. Yeah, everyone wants that, of course. Um, 
Cool. Any more Pokemon Snap dreams, Karen? Uh, not really. Just let me no. f- let me throw pester balls at at, at Trubbish. Yep. Oh, fucking Trubbish. Piff him at him. Maybe knock no, him unconscious could, or something. Let me pick know. Trubbish up and then throw him in the bin. What happens then? Is that does he get really confused? I don't know. Is that because he's a garbage bag, isn't he? Yeah. If I recall correct, like he maybe maybe he he feels at home there. Maybe you make a new Trubbish inside a Trubbish. Oh my god, Trubbishception. <laughs> um, oh I hate god, Trubbish so much. <laughs> it's the worst. Karen, it's 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 just past three a.m. and uh, I know. I think that's an episode. Also, I just got an I just got an email saying that Dream Daddy has launched on Steam, so I'm gonna go buy the <laughs> shit out of that because I want to date me some dads. Who doesn't? Um, I I would I would buy it immediately if I didn't have things to buy tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, look, I'll report back on I'll report back on my dad dating adventures next week. <laughs> look forward to that. The internet looks forward to it. I'll try and pick it up before then because I I do want to play it. Yeah, yeah. I want to we'll support see. Game Grumps, especially after the week they've had. They've had a rough week. Um, Game development's rough. Yeah. And the internet yeah. is a mean place, and those are two unfortunate facts. Yep, and two unfortunate facts that they had to deal with this week. But um, Yep. I was going to put in the news topics, but I didn't think we needed to discuss it. We'll talk about it next week when we play the game, or when I play the game at least. Cool. I think it's an episode though, Karen. Sounds good. Yields. Take us home. So, as always, thank you for listening to us waffle on about video games. We do appreciate it if you've reached this point of the episode. If you would like to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us on Facebook where you can like our page Dialogue Options. You can mm-hmm. find us on Twitter at Dialogue Options. You can send us an email over to dialogueoptions at gmail.com. And you can also, actually, before I forget, if you listen to us on iTunes or any of your podcast apps of choice, just leave us a review if you can. I'm sure most of them have it. Yeah. It's, Even uh, if it's, it's a little thumbs up. Thumbs up's yeah. a good Honestly, it's the best thing you can do for us because, like, the more people that do that, the more exposure we get to other people who might not normally listen to us um, or might not know that we exist, and that would be great. Exactly. Mm. Uh, if you want to find me on my personal Twitter account, as I mentioned earlier when I'm trying to get Nomura to at me about why I have a Keyblade I shouldn't have yet, <laughs> uh, you can find me at X, where I'm mostly just tweeting about Game of Thrones, I guess. Yeah. I'm just stressed about Game of Thrones. Yes. I'm worried. Mm. Nervous. Don't know what I'll be like next time I record. I could be could be a wreck of a human. Yeah. Or it could be ecstatic. Who knows? I don't see that happening. No, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> it's all downhill. Like it's We're on like, the home we, are, stretch. we are finishing up stories and we are killing off characters. That is what yep. is left in store. Uh, yes. But where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, uh, where I have been berating Foxtel. Um, <laughs> also... Talking about uh, people's like reactions on the internet, Dis- disgusting idiot human beings that reacted poorly to the fact that the Doctor is now a woman on Doctor Who. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm. Oh, jeez. Yep. It's been a week of just. I, I want to be clear humans. where my my reaction to that is not about the woman thing. That's no fantastic. No. It's the people who it's are fucking human awesome. garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome, and it's you know it's great, and yeah. But uh, the last thing I tweeted at was actually uh, a tweet that we put out i retweeted out about a little video i did with uh the guys from okay games i did a playthrough of some of uh hitman um it goes poorly uh let's, so let's just say that i can confirm that you are a fan of of bins oh, i am a fan. <laughs> 
Yeah, we spent a lot of time in bins in that in that playthrough. Um, it gets worse, though, Kyron. There's oh, there's God. more to come, and there is there's some spectacular things that happen. Um, particularly things that I do. Uh, I want to see your arc as an assassin. I want you to get to like the it's, last of them oh, and, get, and be good. <laughs> it don't no. Okay, all right. I don't want no spoilers, but that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> at my, my expectations are in check. <laughs> yes, yeah, you are. You are correct to think that, but yeah, that's what I've been tweeting about this week. Excellent. Well, as always, I want a wonderful theme song by Azure Flux Strike Witches Get Bitches. Take us out. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>